This is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Peter provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg. Hello, and welcome back to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. My name is Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show today, give me a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at theivag.com. And while on the website, check out the podcast page uh, to listen to past shows or to subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out with any questions, or if you'd like to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting, uh, we can do that as well. So as we roll into the third month of 2021, I want to go back and talk about one of the basic and core areas of retirement planning, specifically when it comes to income, and talk about Social Security. We've done a show or two about Social Security. Uh, I I don't think it hurts to go back and review some basics. There's also some changes um, in 2021. So again, I just want to review them and touch upon them, and hopefully it stirs a bigger conversation about making sure you're prepared uh, with your retirement income and prepared to use Social Security to your advantage, uh, to your best advantage uh, as we plan for retirement. But before we dive into that um, in more detail, I want to welcome my, welcome in my co-host, Tony. Tony, how are you this morning? My lifestyle is my <laughs> retirement plan. <laughs> uh, I need to take that away from you. I'll call my financial advisor. <laughs> Tony, are you there? Or did they replace you with the soundboard? I, I am there. Yeah. <laughs> Even Homer. Uh, Homer says his lifestyle is his retirement plan. So that's crazy. Well, I and guess of you course, could go that calling way. my financial advisor. That's Peter Laufenberg. I, I, I just trying to make the point that people need a financial advisor and need to take retirement seriously. Right. Well, absolutely. They're, they're, look, you can go it alone and that's fine. But it, as we talk in our office or, or we say jokingly sometimes, you know, you can't get a, a second opinion from the person who gave you the first, especially if that uh, first person was yourself. So it right. can't hurt. It can't hurt to sit down and, and, and hash things out with someone else. Right. And Homer needs to keep this in mind. Well, I just think we should be building a nest egg. Right. <laughs> and part I would that, agree. Part of that. Part of the nest egg in retirement, though, is Social Security. That's the foundation of your Social Security income. So I'm glad we're going to be talking about that today. But to answer your question, I've been great. I've had a good week. I got to visit with my parents this past week. So that was great, uh, spending some time with them. I hadn't seen them in a while with all the COVID, et cetera. How about you, Peter? I know you're keeping busy, aren't you? Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, I am keeping busy, you know, working with, uh, we've had a lot of people reach out uh, as we're with 2021, things are changing and folks are gearing up for retirement. So I've been doing a lot of that and a bunch of other stuff going on uh, in life. So it's never a dull moment. It's been quite busy. And you know what? I'm excited. Today is the first day of meteorological spring. So, you know, we're turning a corner. uh, And it's something to be excited about. Maybe, just maybe things will start warming up a bit. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Hopefully. I think it is. And, you know, I mean, you know, I've been uh, up in Minnesota 
<laughs> and up here, it might get into the 50s this next week. I know. And uh, if it does, you know, that's shorts and T-shirt weather here. Well, yeah, same in New Hampshire. Same in New Hampshire. Yeah. Once it hits 50 degrees, you dig out your T-shirts. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, exactly. it's all relative. When it's 50 degrees in the fall, everyone's cold. But 50 degrees in March is party time. So. Yeah, exactly. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Well, uh, it's funny how that works. But, uh, okay, so our topic today, we're going to – it's so important. And, you know, why do we always bring it up? Because if you're talking about retirement planning, you have to plan out Social Security as well. And in 2021, this year, there's going to be changes so uh, let's talk about that a bit. You know, uh, I mean, uh, retirement is still a ways off for me, but I am planning to buy a couple of lottery tickets on my way home after the show. <laughs> so I guess we'll have to see what happens there. But I am always excited when we when we do talk about Social Security, because for I think for the majority of people, it is one of the most critical elements of a retirement strategy, isn't it? Yeah, Tony, Social Security is critical uh, for retirement. For a lot of people, it's going to be the core source of income uh, for them going into retirement. So today I want to start talking about uh, one of the biggest changes for this year, and that has to do with the increase in the full retirement age. The full retirement age in Social Security is the age in which you receive your full benefit. You know, as many listeners know that that age has been creeping up slowly over the, the past few years. And for those that are uh, born in 1959, uh, which means they're turning 62, year, 62 years old, um, that means the full retirement age is now 66 and 10 months. Again, your full retirement age is the age in which you receive um, your what they call PIA. So when you look at your Social Security statement, there's a number up in the corner, a monthly amount. That's your, that's your full benefit at your full retirement age. Oh, okay. So, and I know a lot of financial experts have been very vocal about the downside to filing for Social Security as soon as you turn 62. And based on what you've told us, it doesn't sound like that's likely to change, though, is it? No, no. The two key ages, 62 is the earliest point when you can take it. That age has not stopped, right? But you have to realize there's a trade-off, right? So if you start taking your benefit at age 62, you're going to receive uh, only 71% of the amount that you would have received if you waited till 66 and 10 months. Now, remember, every month that you postpone your filing earns you a larger monthly check for the rest of your life. So, for example, if your full retirement age uh, benefit, so your benefit at 66 and 10 months is $1,000, but you decided to take it at 62, that monthly check is only going to be $708, okay? So... Uh, uh, keep this in mind. Uh, you taking Social Security, you got to do it when you got to do it, and, and it should be done um, in line with an overall plan. You shouldn't just shotgun decide, "Hey, I'm going to take Social Security tomorrow." It should be done, and you can take it at any age between 62 and 70. But it's important to understand, like anything in life, there's trade-offs to taking it early or taking it later. Well, yeah, and th I think this is a lot of great information, but walk us through some of the steps we can take to ensure that we are maximizing that Social Security benefit. Yeah, I mean, certainly we want to maximize it, right? And, and at its basic level, it's pretty simple. The longer that you wait to file, the more your monthly check is going to be. And, and that's not just until you hit your full retirement age, right? So the magic number on the lower end of Social Security is 62. The magic number on the opposite end is age 70, right? Age 70 is the, is the age in which Social Security stops rolling up. But between your full retirement age, which is 66 and 10 months for 
for those who are turning 62 this year, between 66 and 10 months and 72, your benefit continues to grow. So if you delay taking Social Security to your 70th birthday, that means your monthly checks are going to be greater. So for example, again, if if $1,000 was your annual amount or your monthly amount, excuse me, uh, at your full retirement age, if you wait to age 70, now your check is going to grow to uh, $1,320. It's a 32% increase, not including any of the cost of living adjustments. So again, if if needing to eke out uh, additional income from Social Security is going to help your overall income planning or your income plan, then you have some options to um, simply delay taking Social Security uh, and allowing your benefit to grow. Clearly, if you expect Social Security to be a major element of your financial strategy in retirement, an extra 32% each month isn't anything to sneeze at. You don't want to be giving up 32% of your benefits. Uh, but you're talking about a sizable enough chunk of change to help pay your monthly bills or better enjoy some of the perks of no longer working, like traveling and hobbies. Yeah, I mean, that's exact, uh, exactly right, Tony. And look, if, if you plan on working, you enjoy your job, and you plan on working to 68, then there's no sense in taking Social Security until you have to. And so now you've allowed it to grow. Um, so you're right. And look, Social Security can be intimidating, right? Especially when you consider how s- essential it is. Like I mentioned before, it is one of the, the core areas of retirement income for most Americans when they get to retirement. There's a lot of rules. There's a lots of nuances. So it's incredibly important that you get the timing of when you take your benefit um, you know, down to uh, the right place so that you're not uh, either taking a lower benefit that you may need uh, down the road, or you're not getting hit with excessive taxation or what have you. So so making sure that you have someone working with you, making sure you understand how Social Security is going to work um, in your given situation is incredibly important because the, the, the program, again, is pretty complicated when you start digging down into it. Sure. And you have a Social Security maximization report that you can run for people, correct? Yeah, it's a pretty cool report, Tony. So we have the ability to take your information, especially if you're a married couple, take your information, put it into this report. And what it does is it spits out a a scenario and a sequence of filing strategies that's going to allow you to take out the... Um, the largest amount of money possible over your lifetimes, right? And so we run this report a lot. And on average, we're able to squeak out a, an extra 90000 or so dollars over the course of a couple's lifetime um, that they wouldn't been able to do if they hadn't run this report. And remember, that's $90,000 you don't need to pull out of savings um, to, to produce income. So it's a pretty powerful report. Um, and again, it, it highlights you know working in with someone who understands the program Uh, better than you may have an understanding of. Sure, sure. So uh, what's the phone number our listeners can call to have that report run? I I know that you're offering a complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation, and you'll run that report Mm -hmm. for folks. Yeah, absolutely. So our number is 866-360-2724, or you can visit the website, the IVAG.com. And if you just want to get the Social Security Max Report, we can certainly talk about that. But keep in mind, you know, we do holistic planning, right, Tony? So we're going to uh, sit down with you, and not only are we going to look at Social Security, we're going to look at everything going on in your financial life to make sure it's firing on all cylinders and that you're prepared um, for retirement, or if you're in retirement, things are going the way they should, right? That includes investments, taxation estate planning, again, Social Security. You want all of those pieces pieces working together. Social Security being an important part because, again, it's going to be a major part of your retirement income. Right. 
Yeah, that's huge. So uh, this has been a great discussion so far. It's a timely one. How would you like to get this next segment rolling? Yeah, Tony, the next piece I want to touch upon is some key information with Medicare, because generally Social Security and Medicare kind of go part and parcel together. Uh, and it's it's important to just understand that. So yeah. uh, that's what I want to touch upon. Yeah. And I think whenever we say the word Medicare, a lot of ears perk up. So what can you tell us about what's happening to this critical program? So, so just keep in mind, folks, that while Social Security's full retirement age continues to creep upward, right, the Medicare age, the age in which people qualify for Medicare, has not. So it's still at 65, and that number has held steady for, for many, many years. But remember, if you delay filing your Social Security benefits, you still need to sign up for Medicare when you turn 65, or at least keep your current employer's uh, health insurance coverage to avoid any sort of potential uh, late enrollment penalties that can occur uh, if you don't sign up uh, in a timely ma- uh, timely manner with Medicare. Well, you're right. And every time I hear phrases like late fees or late enrollment penalties, I practically break out into a cold sweat. Well, yeah, no one wants to pay more money than they have to, right, Tony? Right. So, so the key is making sure you avoid those late fee- fees and any other penalties uh, by making sure you have a financial strategy because any sort of, of decent financial plan is going to make sure Medicare is at least touched upon. Uh, and I want to know one more thing about Medicare. You know, while a lot of retired individuals uh, have their premiums taken right, taken right out of their Social Security checks, if you sign up for Medicare before you start receiving your Social Security, you, you are going to probably very likely have to pay your Medicare premiums out of your own pocket before you start set collecting Social Security. So essentially what that means is if you aren't taking Social Security to your 67, but you take uh, Medicare at 65, you again are going to probably have to pay out of pocket. So just be prepared for that as you're, as you're planning uh, to move forward past that age 65 timeframe. Yeah. Yeah. And you were talking about the importance of getting the social security timing just right earlier. And now certainly that age is going to be different depending on a person's health, the job satisfaction, retirement goals, what assets you have. So go a little deeper into that. Let's jump back into that. Yeah. So, so what I want to talk about here, Tony, is how do we make sure that we're getting the most out of social security and what things can we do to ensure that, right? So, so one of my first pieces of advice is make sure that you have at least 35 years uh, of social security earnings um, uh, on your, on your social security statement. When you get your statement, you're going to, it's about four pages long. There's a section that highlights every year that they have a record for your earnings. Make sure there's at least 35 or more because social security is based on your 35 highest earning years. So the, if you work fewer than those 35, those are going to be, you know, counted as zeros in the calculation. And it's going to bring down your average, uh, which is again, how they figure out your benefits. So make sure that you have at least 35 years uh, of recorded wages uh, for your social security benefit. Yeah, that's good to know. That's important. Now, what do you have next for us? So the other, th- there's many filing strategies that come with Social Security. One of the the biggest ones is, is making sure you use spousal benefits. Right, a spouse is entitled to claim their benefit based off the work history, uh, either their own their own benefit or if their 
half of their spouse's benefit is higher than their own, they can actually take a spousal benefit off of their spouse. It's a pretty powerful tool, especially if you have a a situation where, uh, let's say an individual worked for many years uh, and their spouse stayed home with the children. So there could be 10 or 12 years of no work history. So their their social security benefits lower. Well, if your spouse has a, a pretty high benefit and half of their benefits higher than your own, then you can take their benefit. It's a way to, to eke out uh, some extra Social Security income uh, over the course of your uh, retirement. Well, that's great advice, Peter, because I think we can often assume that Social Security is kind of a solo adventure, but depending on your marital status, that's obviously not always the case. Yeah, I mean, that's true. And you know, look, uh, Social Security, kind of like our tax code, it, the, the benefits are there for married couples. So so you really want to make sure you're looking at it. Here's another piece um, a lot of people overlook. If you have a dependent child that's younger than 19, um, then you can get additional Social Security benefits that's worth half of your own full retirement benefit. So if you're in a situation where uh, you, you either have a child at home or maybe you are responsible for a grandchild, this is a benefit that you can use to increase your income coming into the household. Now, wow. of course, there's some limitations to that, which we won't we don't have time to get into, sure. uh, but you know, I, I, it's worth mentioning because it, it could be of help to people. Well, and that's another one I bet a lot of our listeners aren't even aware of. Yeah, absolutely. Here's another one, Tony, that a lot of people may not be aware of is how taxation works with social security. So if we look at a social security recipient who retires before their full retirement age, and they can only earn up to $17,640 before $1 held from their Social Security for every $2 over that cap. So let me let me say that again. Let's say you take your Social Security at age 63, right? But you uh, keep that's, working. But you keep working. You decide, hey, I wanted my Social Security's coming in, but now my I'm also going to keep working. Well, if you earn more than 17640 Social Security is going to start withholding your benefits, not taxing them, just withholding them, not even giving it to you. And it's going to be essentially $1 in Social Security for every $2 over that 17640 So if you're not paying attention, all of a sudden, you may not receive any Social Security benefit because you you have, you know, let's say you make $45,000 a year, you're going to get hard, uh, hit pretty hard. So uh, on top of the fact that that Social Security that you have coming in on paper is also going to be taxed. So it's a double whammy. And if you're not paying attention, it can it can be pretty costly to you. So that's a big mistake people make is they say, oh, I'm 62. I'm going to start taking Social Security, but they, they're going to keep working. You know, Correct. Um, Correct. I, I actually have a friend that did that. He, he's, he's 70. He just turned 70. He's still working full time, making a good salary, but he thought it would be wise to get as much money as he can. So he took his social security at age 62, mm-hmm. uh, but now they withhold his benefit. He yeah. hardly gets any from it. Plus he pays taxes. So it's, yeah, and, that's and a double whammy. He should have let it roll up because he, he had should've. enough money. He had enough money without social security. Uh, yep. It wasn't like he had to have it to live on in his situation. So, uh, and, he and, his and wife Tony, here's the other it. downside. So he's done all of that. He's his his money's being withheld, but he's also locked himself into his lower benefit. Right, right? And, he's locked and that's going to affect his wife. benefit for the rest of his life. Yeah, yeah, and his wife doesn't work, so that's going to so, affect her. So, once it, he does you know, pass. not only is are things being withheld or were being withheld, being taxed, but he took it at age sixty two, and now he's stuck with that lower benefit. So. Again, it, it takes some planning and some thought. Nothing when you 
taking Social Security shouldn't just be a shotgun approach to waking up one morning and saying, hey, it's time to take my benefit. So, Peter, what's one more way we might be able to boost that monthly check? Yeah, so so I want folks to keep in mind this is this goes back to to what I talk about sometimes. We don't want to talk about death on this show, but sometimes we have to. You know what happens if your spouse passes away and, and your spouse was the one who had a larger benefit? Well, just keep in mind that the way Social Security works for folks is the the spouse who had the surviving spouse is able to claim the benefit uh, of the deceased spouse if they're larger. So don't fret per se if you know you're in a situation where there's quite a disparance, uh, quite a, a discrepancy between the the two Social Security incomes. The surviving spouse is always going to be allowed to, to collect the largest benefit coming into the household. Uh, and sometimes it makes sense uh, if you're in a situation to allow one of the benefits to roll up just to be able to make sure that survivor benefit. Benefit is going to be there for um, the surviving spouse in a way that doesn't uh, impact them significantly or, or impact them in a significant financial matter when uh, when one of them passes away. Yeah. So I, I think it's really important to maximize your Social Security benefits, and that's what we've been talking about today. This has been a great show, but I think the bottom line is uh, you want to make sure you file at the right time. You don't file too early or too late based on your personal situation. And one thing that'll help you f- find where that sweet spot is for you and figure out what spousal benefits might be available to you or your spouse is that Social Security Maximization Report. So before we go today, talk a little bit more about that and let our listeners know that's an offer you have for our listeners today is to get that report run at no cost if they set up a a consultation with you, correct? Yeah, absolutely, Tony. So so that max report, you know, let me say this. Everyone's Social Security filing situation is going to be different, right? It's going to be very dependent on um, how much they've saved for retirement, where they are mentally for wanting to retire, what their work looks like, what have you. And so this max report allows us to put in a number of different variables, main ones being your benefits, um, and, and it spits out an answer that says, okay, here's the ideal filing strategy for this for this couple. And then you plug that into the, the other information that's being worked on. So whether, you know, saving strategy, income strategy, um, estate strategy, so that you have a cohesive and holistic plan moving into retirement. And again, Social Security is one of those things where you're going to want to make sure you're doing correctly because, again, it's going to be a major part of the income um, for your household in retirement. So to, to get that max report and also if, to get a, a holistic retirement plan, give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at theivag.com. We can book an appointment either in person or do it virtually um, given what's going on in the world right now, um, and, and start those discussions. All right. Thanks, Peter. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of the Ivy Retirement Podcast with our host, Peter Loffenberg. Thank you for listening to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Peter Loffenberg at the Ivy League Advisory Group. Call 866-360-2724 or visit them online at theivag.com. 
Investment advisory services offered through the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC. Hilton, New Hampshire, 866-360-2724. A registered investment advisor registered in the state of New Hampshire and Vermont. Peter Laufenberg and the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC, are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.